you're listening to the Business of Branding podcast. If you are a creative female entrepreneur ready to connect with more of those heck yes clients, build an irresistible brand, and allow growing your business to feel easier than ever before, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nikki Arnsman, a brand designer and strategist, a mama, and a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. On this podcast, I share all the strategies, tips, and lessons learned that have helped me build and scale an aligned business. My hope is that the content here will inspire you to go out and do the same for yourself. Hello, I am so excited to be here. I have got a spark of inspiration after um, meeting with a bunch of gals yesterday for a little coffee and co-working session. Um, I obviously, you know, if you've been around here for a bit, do not drink coffee, but I did have some tea and um, checked out this cool new spot in West Palm Beach called Pura Vida. Um, There's one down in South Beach and they just opened another one up uh, here in Palm Beach County close to me. And um, I went to co-work and kind of just kick it and it was such a breath of fresh air to see people and um, talk business and life and what we've all been up to for the last year. Um, Like many of you all, it's been, you know, a year of being home and I'm already quite a bit of a hermit. Um, And so I've, you know, that was just fully amplified over the last year. And it was just honestly so nice to just be with other people, other women who are, you know, building their businesses as well. Um, and just connect and talk. And, you know, I, I felt like for the first like 20 minutes of being there, I was like socially awkward because I've almost like forgotten how to start conversations in person, um, which was just interesting to move through. But by the end of the day, um, we were having this really amazing in-depth conversation about the early stages of your business and what that is like. And not only not, I hate to like label it as early stages of your business because it's really, you know, some of the women who are sitting there have been running their businesses for, you know, seven, eight, nine years, but have been, you know, for example, like a photographer who's been doing high level photography, um, high fashion photography, working with some really well-known brands, um, and wanting to break into other services like mentoring other photographers or, um, offering a program or a course. And then, you know, someone else sitting there was in the very early stages of her business where she's kind of been in the brainstorming, has the idea, has got the branding in place and is now really putting herself out there and ready to take on clients. And, um, for me, like I've been in those stages where I've been in the early stage of my business and there's what one thing that I know is that there it's loud. Like there's so much happening on social media or from other coaches, um, 
you know, from other branding specialists or other offer strategists. And especially if you are following people who are doing what you want to be doing in your industry, you kind of like get yourself into this bubble where all you see is what other people are doing. And not that you're, and not even that comparison happens that could happen. Um, but also you're just like, Oh, should I be doing this? Or should I be doing this? Or maybe I should be doing this? Or maybe I should be doing that? And it's sort of like, uh, you know, it could be like, you know, labeled as like a shiny object syndrome, but it really just doesn't even need a label. It's more or less just like figuring out what it is that you should be doing. And so this conversation started of what I, what I believe, um, you should be focusing on when you are either in a space of wanting to expand your business um, and go beyond, you know, one thing that you're doing in your business, right? So there's that piece. And then, um, or, or if you are just getting started in your business and you are ready to begin taking on clients. And so two things that I want to share. One, the main thing, the main overarching theme of all of this is to keep it simple, to make make it really simple for you, make it really simple for your audience um, and potential clients to know the way that they can work with you. And so instead of focusing on having many different services or three different ways that people can work with you, um, focus on one thing, one way that people can work with you. And maybe that is, you know, and not that you can't have like, you know, two different services or three different services, even if you do have three different ways for people to work with you, I want you to choose one of those three to really double down on and go all in on. And that should be kind of like the only thing that you are talking about, um, the main thing that you are pushing and sharing on social media, and the one way that people can know this is the way that I can work with Nikki. Um, and, and what this does is it does multiple things. First of all, it allows you to not be um, wavering in the way, like when somebody reaches out to you and they are interested in working with you, you're not scrambling to figure out like, well, should they do this or should they do this? Or should I be custom creating a service for them? Um, and what am I pricing it at? You eliminate that confusion for yourself. And that's really important because when you're confused, you lack confidence. And when you lack confidence, you don't show up as often and you can't serve from your highest level. So however it is that you can make sure that you have the most confidence um, first and foremost is is more important than anything else that I can share on this episode, right? So one way to um, make sure that you are showing up with confidence that you are showing up, period, is for you to eliminate confusion on your end as the service provider. So you having even like those two or three offers organized out is very important, but knowing that you are hyper-focusing in on one of those and that is the one that you're sharing, you're not going to really get people coming to you for the other things um, or asking like, well, what else is it that you offer? They're going to come to you for that thing. They're going to know like, okay, Nikki focuses on that one thing. I'm coming to her for that one thing. Now, the second part of this, which is a great segue into that, is that you eliminate um, decision fatigue for your audience. And so when people are 
um, confused, they typically are going to say no, or they're going to need more time to think about it and figure it out because now they have multiple things to think about, right? In addition to like any other life situations that they might have, like talking with their spouse about an investment or um, looking at their finances and figuring out what's going to work best for them. Those are normal things that are going to arise when you're in the selling process. So throw in like now two or three different um, ways to work with you. It's just adding to that to the decision-making process and typically that's going to lead to some sort of fatigue Um, and fatigue typically leads to a no or too long of a stretch of them trying to figure out if it's going to work or not Um, and someone else may come along into their world that doesn't have as many options as you and has a very like straightforward path to working with you Um, and that's an easier decision for them to make so you want to position yourself in a very easy simplified um, decision-making process and that can happen from having just one offer that you've you know gone all in on and doubled down on and refined and and made it really easy and a really easy yes so that's one one way for you to keep things simple um, the second way to keep things simple is to not overcomplicate the systems and the programs that you're using so we know that there's you know kajabi there's 17 hats there's click funnels there is um, teachable there's thinkific there's dropbox there's instagram there's facebook groups there's Slack, there's Voxer. I, I'm just like naming the top ones off off of my head, or the yeah ones off the top of my head. There are, uh, you know, probably 20 more programs, you know, services, apps, things out there that you can have a monthly subscription for that are going to, um, m- you know, quote unquote, make your business run smoother. Nothing makes your business run smoother if you don't have a business, right? And if you are not working with clients and and generating an income, nothing feels more complicated and exhausting um, than seeing money go out the door without money coming back in. So, you know, a perfect example is when I first started my business and I'm, you know, have definitely probably mentioned this on other episodes before, but when I first started running my business, I... I ran one-on-one services through like an Excel document, like organizing my clients on an Excel document, um, and, and like zoom and had zoom calls and or phone calls, um, and just, you know, serviced them. And that was like literally how I grew my business for the first couple, like for the first year, basically. And, uh, I'll be honest, like it worked just fine. And I, saw my bank account growing and that felt really good. And then I was in a space where I was like, okay, how can I now like implement some automation things? Right. And so then I got 17 hats for, um, my CRM, like my client management program. And I still use 17 hats today, but as my business as has evolved and, and shifted, I've then like now have access to other programs and other ways of, um, operating my business and as I moved from one-on-one services to then which was the thing that I doubled down on was going all in on one 
one on way to work with me one-on-one and um, just touching back on that first point like this was that was the way that I was able to get clients under my belt learn about them learn about what they needed how I could serve them what the gaps were and then once I figured out what those gaps were I was able to then expand my services over time so as I expanded my services over time and then got into creating a um, a small intimate group program I ran that group program off of Dropbox like I dripped I sent out through email a Dropbox folder with content and course curriculum week by week now I'm not saying like there's definitely ways of doing this through like a Thinkific or a Teachable um, or even Kajabi but Kajabi is $150 a month that's a lot of money when you're just getting your business started and you don't have you know consistent income coming in so I didn't jump straight to Kajabi from the start and I you know in hindsight I don't I don't even think I would have like it's very robust there's a lot on that program I I um you know for what it's worth I was on Kajabi at one point I'm no longer on Kajabi I'm using other programs now you know a couple years into my business and now at six figures like it's just a, a totally different system than I had when I got started but I wouldn't change the way that I began running my business because I kept it very simple I didn't overcomplicate the process I didn't let learning a program like a Kajabi or even a teachable um stop me from running a program and so I, what I what I focused on was going out and getting the people and serving them and when I focused on serving I was able to get clients easier um, and I you know only had these one or two services you know that I was running at the time and so it was very easy for me to just focus on showing up. It was easy for me to focus on showing up, to focus on serving, um, to focus on these one or two things and fully double down on them and not get caught up in the fact that I needed the next best program. I, in order for me to run a successful group program, I had to be using, you know, the next best, uh, platform. I didn't worry about that stuff. What I worried about was getting clients serving them, making sure that they were cared for and, and making money. And at the end of the day, like we're running a business and we don't have a business if we're not generating revenue. And so that I, how can I have these revenue generating things happening in my business, which at the time included me working with clients in a one-on-one or an intimate group capacity. And I learned the most about who I liked working with, what I liked doing, where I was working at my best, how I could serve in the biggest capacity, how could I actually get results for my clients, how can my clients get the most results out of the work that we're doing together. All of the answers to those questions and more came from action. It came from working with them. It came from not overcomplicating the process um, and instead being able to just show up and be there. And so I just, I encourage you to, um, if you are in the earlier stages of your business or you are in a space where you are ready to say, okay, I'm ready to be doing something more. I'm ready to be working one-on-one. I'm ready to be serving in a different way. Um, to think about the client. What is the easiest way that I can get a client with me? 
or you know clients in a program with me what's the easiest simplest way that I can do that and I'm not saying it's not teachable or it's not thinkific or it's not Kajabi or it's not any of the other things that are out there um, or it's not getting 17 hats right or getting organized it's not that it's not any of those things but if those things are going to bog you down and take you time and hold you back from going out there and getting the client then it's not worth it right now. What it's worth, where your energy is best spent is definitely in service, is definitely in staying consistent, um, you know, in this space where you position yourself best in front of your clients. Maybe that's Facebook, um, maybe that's Instagram, uh, maybe that's Clubhouse, maybe that's Twitter, like what, you know, you know where your clients are, are at. Your energy is definitely best spent showing up and staying consistent in providing content um, and being clear about the ways to work with you or the way to work with you um, and, and providing value in that way. And that is where your energy is best spent. And over time, you're going to figure out, um, okay, I'm ready to outsource this. Okay, I'm ready to hire someone to help me get this program set up online. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm now like I've learned so much through one-on-one. I'm ready to expand into a group thing. What's the best platform I can host a group thing on, right? You, you will figure out these things over time, but the, the answer to all of the questions to the figuring out is going, is going to come from action. So how can we get into action quickly? So I hope this is helpful if you are in those earlier stages of your business. Bottom line is double down on one way to work with you. Go all in on that one way. Become an echo chamber for yourself. Share it. Talk about it. I promise you people are not paying attention to you as much as you think they are. So you're never annoying. Um, you're, you, are, you may only feel annoying to yourself. You want to go all in on that one way for people to work with you and get the clients, serve them, show up, learn, get the clarity. And then from there, move on to the next step. But one thing at a time, keep it simple. Um, and if you've got any questions about any of this, uh, find me over on Instagram at Nikki Arnsman. Um, DM me. I'm always in my DMs answering questions. And I am happy to go back and forth with you and figure out what is the what is the one thing that you can go all in on um, this year. And if that feels too big, what's the one thing that you can go all in on for this for the next three months? All right, ladies, I will see you over on Instagram and catch you on the next episode.